Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast contains description of violence and a few F-bombs are dropped normally by me. Therefore, it's not suitable for children. I'm criminologist Anne McMahon and welcome to Stalking Australia. In this episode, we talked to Sandy. Sandy was stopped by a man she'd never met and had no relationship with. To this day, she has no idea why this man obsessed on her. Hi, Sandy. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Anne. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank you. Good to hear. So, Sandy, where were you in your life when you for but no, actually, well, let's go back before you met your stalker. Where were you in your life? In, in a really great place. Um, we had some investment properties and living in a suburb in, in Brisbane. And I said to my husband, I wanted to move to the house with a pool. And so we moved into this house and life was going great. That sounds fantastic. And then what went wrong? <laughs> when did you first meet your stalker? Well, so the house that we moved to uh, is a two-storey house with our office at the front Mm -hmm. and um, I have a vertical blind here and this guy used to drive past very slowly and be staring in and I thought, oh, that's weird. You know, I would be out walking and he would swerve towards me. What? In his car? Yeah, in his car. I don't know how much detail you want me to go into at this moment, but that's sort of how it started. So you'd never been in a, in a relationship with this guy. You'd, you'd never met him. You'd never bumped into nope. him. Nope. No. Nope. Had no idea who he was. Had no idea who he was. It just it, it just accelerated from there where I'd be driving down the street and he would swerve towards me and I would end up either on the footpath uh, I don't keep normal hours, and so I, you know, don't leave at nine and come back at five. Yeah. So a couple of times he actually, he was in my rear vision mirror and he would speed up beside me, pull in front of me and then slam his brakes on. Oh, my God. This went on probably for about a year. And because he didn't know my work hours, he only did that to me about twice. And he swerved towards me probably about three times, but out on when I was out walking, he would swerve towards me. Did you have to like yeah. jump out of the way? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you absolutely. hadn't if you didn't jump out of the way, would he have hit you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely he would have hit me. But I yes. it got to a stage where I would see him coming and I would bolt. Wow. I would either bolt into somebody's yard. Um, you know, walking across the road because we live opposite a park, you know, I would make sure I could not see him anywhere near at the end of the street before I bolted across the road. So it it made me fearful about walking because I didn't know where he was. Right. 
Yeah, it sort of all came to a bit of a head when one day I was walking in some streets further up and I saw him drive past the end of the street as if he was going to work. And I thought, oh, there he goes, you know, I'll be all right now. But he turned around, must have seen me, and came up the street and spat out the window at me. Swerved towards me and spat out the window. And that, um, well, sorry, he drove towards me, then did a Yui and then drove past and spat out the window. So that's when I told my husband about it. You hadn't told your husband? No, I hadn't. Nothing for a year? Nothing. No, nothing. How could you keep that to yourself? I just thought maybe he was a little bit crazy. I don't know. He's got to be, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I had had no idea who he was. What happened when you told your husband? uh, He put me in the car and took me to the police station. Right. So we went to the police and we put in a report. It was on the 2nd of January. I've started keeping notes about this. Mm -hmm. So on my phone I have a file that's called police and I started keeping notes on things that happened. Was this before you went to the police, Sandy, started doing notes or after? I did I actually did start doing a couple of notes you know like his rego plate number yeah. the sort of car he drove you know that he was you know driving slowly past the house on such and such a day you know and that just goes on and on and then you know what streets I was in if he had been following me and just keeping dates and trying to keep records on it was he always um, in his car or did he ever follow you on foot? Never followed me on foot. It was always in his car. Right. So we went to the police and the police actually asked for two references, which I forgot about. But after looking up in my notes, I was able to give him two references of people that lived by who were able to... Oh, so sorry, and I'm all over the place here. That's all right. So what I found out... What I found out was the guy lived around the corner up the street a little bit from me. So I found out his address. I talked to some neighbours. So I decided if he was going to stalk me, that I was going to find out as much information as I could. And that's when I started gathering his red Joe. I got his address. I asked neighbours about him. Mm. So I started keeping really good details about this guy. Right. So then when I went to the police and they asked for two references, I was able to give them um, two of my neighbours. And what I found out when I went to the police was this guy had actually been to court over a, I think it was called a disturbing the peace or a, um, he, he was abusing one of the neighbours and so that guy gave me a great reference for the police. What did the police mean they needed two references? I don't understand. I guess I should ask my husband about that, why they asked for if, if they knew anyone who knew about this guy. Do you think it's kind of to corroborate your story? Would that be why? That they're um, not just taking your word for it? They're getting other people to go, yeah, she's right, he is a lunatic. Well, there's a gap in the details here because then two weeks later I was at another police station and I got to meet a senior constable that actually lived 
close by me. Mm-hmm. And so he got uh, heaps of details from me and he actually started going around and seeing this guy. Wow. That's great. So he would turn up at the house. The only problem that would happen, because they had been to the house about drugs before. Oh. So they thought they'd just go around and give him a little bit of a tune-up. Yeah, right. And his mother would stand beside him. Mm. How old is this guy? Well, at that stage, he would have been, I reckon, mid-30s. And he's still living with his mother. Late 30s. No, he doesn't live with his mother. He got, he got married. No, no, at the time he was living with his oh, mother. Oh, at the time he? he still lived with his mother and his brother. Right. His mother never leaves the house. Mm. Yeah, he was still living there. And the police would often be driving past our house and they would call in for a chat. They were fantastic. Really? Yeah. So um, I'm... I'm wondering because so many other people that I've spoke to, Sandy, they just, the police did nothing, but they were mostly domestic violence. So ex-partners where this is more like a stranger stalking. So I wonder if they take stranger stalking more seriously than a woman gone, you Uh know, my ex broke in last night or there's nothing much we can do, love. You know, that's the kind of thing that they got. Uh Even a completely different experience. Yeah, and, and I, I really think, Anne, it was because the policeman lived in our state mm. and he was a policeman in this area as well. So he would often come past or text me or ring me and any time the stalker, well, let's call him, mm. would swerve towards me or anything, I would send a text message to this particular policeman. Oh, right. He gave you his yeah. mobile number. Yeah, I got his mobile number. He That's gave it fantastic. to me. And said, text anytime. Wow. Ring me anytime. He was so good. Sadie, that is terrifying. You would be looking over your shoulder the whole time if you were walking, thinking, where is this lunatic? Like, am I going to have yeah. to jump into a bush or something? Yeah, yeah. I actually um, I stopped walking. And um, my husband works nights, so I would drive in the garage and I wouldn't get out or stop the car until that garage door was closed. And I'd even put the car into reverse so I could see the camera and make sure nobody snuck in behind me. Right. And then I'd put it in the park and lock it once the garage door was down. But I wouldn't check the letterbox. I wouldn't put the bins out. I wouldn't step outside the house. It's like you're a prisoner in your own house once you get in there. Yeah, yeah. But the best the police could do for me was just give him a little bit of a tune-up. And I, I don't know what he would, what they would say to him, but I even um, I found him on Facebook, this guy, mm. and I found out that he was in a, in a relationship and I went to the police and told the police her name And the police um, looked her up, found her address and said, thanks, we'll flag that now. Wow. Yeah. So they were fantastic. So I heard he got married and doesn't visit his mother anymore. So I'm happy about that. So how did it stop, Sandy? As far as I know, that's how it stopped. When he got married, you think? Yeah, when when he moved away to be with this woman and stopped coming to see his mother. I never found out where he worked, so I have no idea. And the picture of his face will never leave 
you know, his image is burned in my retina. So I think if I saw him in a shop, I would just freeze. Mm. Um, Why do you think he was doing it? What did he want? I have no idea. To this day, I have no idea. But I forgot to tell you something is that he drove past one day and I was talking to a neighbour and he then started stalking her, threw a Coke can at her. What? Yeah, yeah. She actually moved away. Because of him? Yeah. Really? Yep. She sold her house and moved away. How long did he stalk her for? Uh, it wasn't very long, but she knew that he'd been stalking me for years and um, she didn't want to play. Wow. Because normally there's like um, there's five different types of stalker. There's yeah. like unrequited love, which, um, you know, obviously you have like a, a love for someone, which that obviously wasn't. Yeah. There's the revenge stalker where, you know, you've done something to upset him, but you've never met him. No, no, not even, you know, because, of course, that goes through your head. It's like, who is he and wh- why Why yeah. me? I don't know whether something had happened with the previous, you know, that we had tenants in the house Yeah. Um, before we moved in. Was there something that went on there and... I have no idea whether he just decided because I was home quite a bit by myself that I was an easier target. I don't know. Target for what though? He must have just must have just wanted to scare you. They gotta yeah. have a mental illness, wouldn't you think? No one in their yeah, right I'm, mind does that, surely. Well, the police said that they thought maybe he was doing a lot of drugs. Oh, maybe a drug psychosis or something. Maybe. Also, depending on what drugs, they get paranoid. So maybe he's thinking you've slighted him somehow when you haven't. Yeah. Or maybe you've cut him off one day without realising. Well, you know, all of that stuff went through my my head, Anne, and I just, you know, uh, if I had done wrong, I'd fess up or I would have apologised or I'm um, happy to wear my own mistakes. Yeah, right. And face up to it. But no, honestly, I've never seen the guy before in my life. It's just the most bizarre story, isn't it? Yeah. And what yeah. were you like when your husband was at night, if he was working night shift? Were you like sleeping on your own during the night? Oh, well, he would be home by 10, 15 at night. Ah, oh, I thought when you were sleeping so, night shift that you no, were no, on your own the whole no. night. That would have been freaky. No, he would leave in the afternoon and be home about 10.15. So, you know, when I'd get home at 5 or 6 o'clock, I just wouldn't leave the house. Did your husband ever see him? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, We were in the driveway one day and my husband was under the bonnet and I was around the back of the car and he slowed down and I yelled out to my husband, and he then went and gave this guy a bit of a tune-up. <laughs> um, oh, a a tune-up's a talking to, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And this guy, he always had his uh, his passenger side window open. And I think he, you know, swore at my husband and then tore off. Hmm. Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy story, Sandy. It just shows <laughs> you. Yeah can happen to anybody you know oh absolutely and how a complete stranger can make you question everything about yourself 
Yeah, and, you can, know, cha- and um, can change your life and change how you live your life. Absolutely. You know, I, um, I, I didn't tell people about it. You know, what, what was I supposed to say? Yeah. So, you know, I went a year without telling anybody. Yeah, I, then- I don't know how you did that. I've been telling <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Just well, in case. If anything happens to me, this dude in a blue car or whatever. Oh, the neighbours, you know, uh, I had quizzed everybody in the neighbourhood, the people across the road from him. I just decided that um, if he was going to stalk me, then I needed to find out as much information about him as well. So, you know, I tried to turn the tables and get some information. So, you know, look, the police were great. They even told me what his name was. Mm. um, And that's how I found him on Facebook. Right. Thank you so much, Sandy. Uh, Just the most shocking and bizarre story, but uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Thanks for your time, Anne. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. If you or someone you know is being stalked in Australia, please ring 1-800-RESPECT. That's 1-800-737732. In the United Kingdom, Please ring Paladin National Stalking Advocacy Service on 020-3866-4107. And in the United States, please ring Stalking Resource Center, National Center for Victims of Crime Helpline on 800-FYI-CALL. That's 800-394-2255. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 